episode 64 of The Shore Report. I'm Jessica Linthorne. And I'm Jay Posner. And today we are... Is it working, Jay? It is working. Yep. Okay. I'm just uh, making sure the balance See, it's, is it's an authentic yeah. show yeah. in here. So today we're joined... It wouldn't joined be a, wouldn't be a with... podcast without a, like, like a problem those, with the technology. I like all the sound baffling. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. It's, it's professional. Yeah. All right. Back to the gig here. Today we are pl- we are very pleased to join and to welcome to the show Vice Deputy Mayor Mike Myatt. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank you, Jessica and and Jay, this is a show report's a wonderful initiative you guys have been going here and you won that, that, that nice award and Yeah. And you should be very proud. And, well thank and, you. And, and and we as as a counselor, a member of council, are very proud of you guys. I put it on the side of my car, you know, (laughs) and people can see that. Awesome. Well, thanks. We really do appreciate those kind of words. We're uh, we're trying something new, and um, just before we hit record, we were talking about innovation, and we were talking about it in a few different ways. Um, But we wanted to invite you on the show to talk a little bit about what you see for the the future of Soggy Shores and and some of your platform. What do you hope to accomplish in this term? Yeah. Well, you know, when I I handed you my 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 door knocker here, we were looking at it before we chatted. But you know, a lot of times people run election campaigns and and then they very quickly forget what the campaigned on and and uh, not me you know I remember I remember four years ago we talked about downtown improvements and and and, uh, and, and investment in our waterfront mm-hmm. and we've, we've done a lot of that those yeah. good things so I I really believe that when you when you campaign on issues you follow through and your question was what what about the next four years and one of my key things of course is uh, is affordable housing mm-hmm. and uh, geared income housing and uh, one thing I have spoke to our mayor already, Luke Charbonneau and uh, David Smith about, is to uh, put you know put together a task force, a housing task force committee. Uh, I think our CIO is coming forth with a report in January to talk about some committee restructuring, and I've asked them to include um, you know housing mm-hmm. as one of the uh, short-term committees that I really do believe we need to set up uh, to talk about where we're heading with the whole in the whole area of of housing because uh, we have so, you know I have some concerns and then and the community has some, some mm-hmm. concerns about affordable housing geared income housing yeah. you know Jessica and Jay you know it's an interesting um, the housing strategy that the county uh, you developed years ago and just updating now there's a there's over 400 unit shortage from a geared income housing perspective along our shoreline wow. and over 200 um, right here in Saugeen Shore I think the number is close to 250 now for in terms of shortages with geared income housing. Mm-hmm. And um, so affordable housing is big with me and I campaigned on it and, and, and you know, went to 5,500 doors, which wow. is a lot. Wow, yeah, yeah, no. That's a lot of doors we That's knocked incredible. on a whole campaign team. Yeah. And we heard a lot about housing and we yeah. learned a lot about, we heard a lot about labor. And, yes. and so um, I'm big on that. Yep. And I think that um, we as a community and planners, uh, you find people. We all need to partner together, don't, right? Don't let me in as a planner. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news well, is that. Jay, I'm good news is, you well, yeah, the good news is that affordability <laughs> was one of our one of our is is one of our strategic priorities. Yeah, in, in, uh, yeah. For economic development, we so we acknowledge it as a yep. as a municipal corporation. Uh, and as you sort of mentioned before, we went on air. The creativity, innovation. It, people, because there's a, that issue in our community, people are already doing things, and I think we need to do the same. We need to be creative and innovative in trying to address, well, well, uh, you know, the, because everyone that deserves affordable housing, not just those that uh, are low income, but uh, everybody. Well, know. excellent point. You know, we were talking, I was driving driving in for this uh, this chat this morning, on the way in, I saw a sign one of our local uh, motel units mm-hmm. operators, 
and 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 a nice sign saying uh, you know large good good size uh, large apartment style units, and and you know so that that says to me that there there are solutions in the in the community that our business operators will find they'll be they'll be they'll be innovative Absolutely. and creative yeah and I think uh, you know there, there there's some homegrown solutions here I mm-hmm. think that businesses will 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 come up with and you know to to provide that kind of housing that we we dearly need in this community yeah. not I mean not everybody works, we this is an old line right we've heard it before but not everybody works with power this is, there are people in this community that they're living in in poverty and that 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 maybe we're making the 14 15 16 dollars per hour versus the, the larger number mm-hmm. and and so <clears throat> we need to look after that that sector of the community and have a, a soft spot to make sure we mm-hmm. you know we find those, those units that people are able to, to afford to live in and last night at council um, Jay was interesting uh, I asked one of the questions I asked was skyline developments I think um, you know brand new apartment unit again and I think one of the questions I asked was is there a possibility in the, in the future where developers can can you know able to allocate a certain um, a percentage of units when they're developing mm-hmm. to to affordable units your income units affordable housing units where, where the rents are necessarily the 13 to 1600 dollar range but maybe they can allocate a certain percentage of the units that are maybe a little smaller in size not as uh, you know, not not as maybe wonderfully decorated or whatever the case may be, where where the rents are more in the in the six to seven to eight to nine hundred dollar range. Mm-hmm. And I think I think there that that's the the innovation, the creativity that we can turn to developers and say we need yeah. we need your help. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And so. Jay, can you just chat for a second? So we have the CIP, of course, right? Our community right. improvement plan and affordable housing yeah. is part of that, right? Yes, it is. So when I guess that, you know, I'm listening to Vice Deputy Mayor talk about that local business with that apartment style sign yeah. advertising that. Is there opportunities, Jay, for business owners like motelers um, to do to tap into that incentive program? Well, I mean, I can't, I can't say the specific circumstances, but certainly the CIP says that if you're creating new affordable units, uh, that the we the the municipality are, are willing to participate with you to make the uh, make it a, an easier or more economically viable option for their, your business or for your reconstruction mm. or redevelopment. So, uh, if, if that includes conversion, it, it could include conversion. It could uh, uh, it may mean we want to help with some property taxes. That mm-hmm. might be an option that c- that we can now look at, or it is an option we can now look at, or any other mm-hmm. uh, expenses that we have control over. So often in renovations, there's a lot of demolition involved. Yep. Maybe we can p- help tipping with the tipping fees or the uh, yeah. billing permits. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know what? That's I like that. Thanks so much, Jay, because I think that also demonstrates the ability and the creative thinking and the innovation that that we are trying as municipal staff. We are trying to, and council to bring to the table to say, hey, here's here's a way that we can perhaps make that easier for developers, investors, Absolutely. local business owners. I think um, conversions, Jay and, and, and Jess, I think the conversion word you use, Jay, is I think there's the, the yeah. could potentially be a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah, out yeah. There in the, uh, in the, in, in I'm, the, I'm okay with alliteration. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah that's right. but uh, yeah, I think that, that, that there may be some great potential there in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, so, again, homegrown solutions. And, yeah. and you know, Let's let's face it. Uh, you know, affordable housing, geared income housing. There, there, there's a there, there's an impact there, 
to do with our labor market. There's no question mm -hmm. about it. I mean, fastest growing community or you got area, it. area yeah. oh, the mayor's line, Mayor of Charbonneau. <laughs> fastest growing, fastest growing community in Bruce County. Yep. And and for good reason. This Absolutely. this community compared to I came here 18 years ago. This community's changed mm -hmm. in a big way. Take it, you know, people are listening here today. Take a drive around. Mm -hmm. Take a look. Uh, take a look at what's going on yep. in the community from a growth perspective, and it's and it's huge. So, so you came from a recreation background. I'm uh, very proud the, of it. Actually. Um, so what do you see in the recreation world over the next few years? Well, you know, I think uh, first of all, have you ever picked up a a, a guide um, in, in, a, in a community, whether it's Stratford or London or Toronto or Kitchener or Saugeen Shores, and you pick up a flyer? And you look at the front cover, what do you see in the front cover? It's not necessarily a bridge or a road or, or a picture of a truck. It's, it's a picture of a trail. It's a picture of a park. It's a picture of horticulture, gardening, picture of green space. It's a quality of life mm -hmm. picture you'll see in the front cover. And yet, and I've lived with this for over 40 years, I worked in the parks and rec sector. One of the first things we tend to cut, you know, with budget time, it's a soft service we, 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 we call Parks and Rec, and, but that's changing. That's changing. So, so we, we as employees see uh, uh, development more, I guess, holistically, comprehensively, that, so that when somebody is looking to settle in a community, they're not just looking at water, although that's important to mm -hmm. them. They're looking at, at whether they can have access to parks or you know, any yeah, other yeah. services. So that, that's important to, to people as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, those, I mean, I've always said, you know, you, you, you take away take away your park system and your trail systems and what what kind of a community would you would you have to live in right mm -hmm. so yeah, we said in last last yeah. podcast with the deputy mayor is that the there used to be the model that you have a uh, you know you live in a commuter town you just are there to live and you drive and work somewhere else mm -hmm. but we're trying to do you know soggy shores is the, the a complete community well, 40 kilometers of trails and and uh, we're looking at replacing our pool and the, the consolidated ball complex in behind walmart we purchased 160 mm -hmm. acres of land i mean how good is that and you ask the ask the 12 1400 uh, young families ball players uh, how they feel about a new ball com mm -hmm. complex in this mm -hmm. community so it's one more reason why people live here. It's it's That's all right. of the humanities. We, we've got we've got this, former governments, former councils have done a wonderful job with capacity with our sewer, sewage plant. Yep. They've done a wonderful job with build out for a water plant. We're only sixty five percent capacity right now, I believe it is, and we're adding a little bit more capacity next in this two thousand nineteen budget. So we've done a great job with water sewer, but and, and people expect those things. We expect good roads. Yep. But but people also expect those quality of life things, mm -hmm. and they are talking about the trail systems and the ball complex and the pool and those sorts of things. I when I did doctor recruitment tours for a lot of years, uh, young uh, you know doctor prospects who might be looking at Saugeen Shores to relocate. One of the first questions they ask, "What's your do you have a do you have a pool? Do you have an aquatic facility?" So we need those amenities, mm -hmm. and um, I think we've done a pretty good job with building our recreation infrastructure. Were you right, Jay? It's, it's, it's the whole package. Yeah, it's absolutely. our water, our roads, our, our sewers. It's the good bridges. that We're, we're looking at re, re, replacing and repairing a bridge in 2019 budget. And, and But it's all those recreation amenities that contribute towards quality of life. So mm -hmm. um, this Saugeen Shores is a, is a wonderful community. I also want to say, you know, that the, I walk in through the office here and the vibrancy you know, you can just see things changing in terms mm -hmm. of a lot of good, um, vibrant, um, progressive 
young staff in here, mm-hmm. you know. So well, that I'm glad to be lumped <laughs> in with them on that <laughs> well, one. So. Well, Jay, Jay, listen, Jess, I'm, I mean, around the council table, guess who's the, the oldest now? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest around the table. Okay. Well, we've got a lot of good young people sitting around here, and I think that's a, that's a good, really good thing. Can I just Absolutely. say one more thing? Yes, I don't know how much time we have left. Yeah, but of course. I think the other thing, you know, that people in our community uh, look for is um, transparency. Yep. I think they look for uh, open communication, and I like I like the new communication strategy Thank that you yep. you put together. I think it's a, another award winning. You know, Thank I think you. you've done a, yeah. a great great job there, and I and I think we ha- you know in the past, I, and I don't like to do in the past because we just we need to look forward. Absolutely. Right? But we. I think we needed to do better with communicating, getting mm-hmm. in front of issues. That's right. Uh, you know, before community issues start to fester in the in the community, because of a perceived, mm-hmm. sometimes real, uh, lack of information getting ahead of issues. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I heard when I talk about those fifty five hundred doors I banged on mm-hmm. for the election campaign. You know, I heard some of that. Yeah. That we need to do a little better job with communicating with the public and and getting them in, in, involved and yeah. we're doing that and I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get a, a lot better will, from a communication sure. standpoint I think yeah you agree thank and, you, uh, you know, yeah absolutely and thanks for bringing that up because that is a really important part far too often we as staff and, and everybody not just our organization you know any organization we get really wrapped up with putting out the fires right we put yeah. out the fire we put out the fire we go to the next one and in a lot of instance if we can put communication at the first step of our projects and communication at the first step of the conversation and the things that we're doing and and tell the story and even if the story is a difficult story not you know not everything's going to be sunshine um if it's a if it's a difficult story that's okay too and being transparent being open engaging having that two-way communication and then we may start to see that shift and we won't necessarily put out fires we'll be able to not have the fires start (laughs) um so so we are absolutely understanding what you're saying um, as the vice deputy mayor and as some, well, frankly, as a taxpayer and a resident of the community and someone that's passionate about our, what we call home. So, so we appreciate that very much and we're looking forward to the future as well. Well, absolutely. And staying, just staying ahead of things, as you mentioned, and and rather than putting out the fires. And uh, I think people just in the, in the community, what I hear is uh, just want to be part of it and be part of the process. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I worked in, you know, you know this, but I, I worked in here as a director mm-hmm. for 10 years. I know what you people go through on a day-to-day basis. So, mm-hmm. and, and you get pretty focused on yes. what, on the tasks at hand. And, but uh, we, we always, uh, I now as an elected official, always, I, I re- constantly remind myself, I was elected, you know, with, with people in this community. And what I heard was, you know, be open, transparent, listen to our concerns. And yeah. I think we are getting a lot better at that. Yeah. And, uh, which is a really good thing. That's so, great. But listen, I, I just wanted to really thank you people yeah. again for doing this. I yes. I think the Shore Report, these podcasts are, uh, are a great thing and uh, hopefully it's catching on with the community. Thank you, yeah. Right? I hope so. And, uh, we've we've got good are, listenership. It's, it's been, growing every day. It's yeah, unbelievable. Every day it's picked up now that the election's over. We, we repeat ourselves, but it was sort of a you know a quieter period for the podcast. And now that, that that's settled, we can yes. you know, feel like we're you know able to communicate without having election reverberations yeah. you know, so. <laughs> yeah no that's great I Elec- just <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. election what, Jay, what reverberations yeah that's right I just want to say it the right way so yeah well no I was just going to say yeah. hey and how perfect of a wrap up can we launch off of Vice Deputy 
Vice Deputy Mayor Myatt, um, when he talked about communication, and, and the, you, you had said, you know, the community wants to be engaged and wants to do that. And Jay and I, at every end of every show, we say, hey, give us a shout and let us know either how the podcast's going, if you've got an idea, if there is a big question out there, or if you want some follow-up, touch base with us. You can always email us at podcast at soggingshores.ca.